the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, The Work of Faith. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. The question is, how much power have you allowed the devil to have in your life? And to look at this sharp contrast, as James writes, James says this, and this is embarrassing for all the human family. James says, even the demons believe there is one God, and it caused the hair on the back of their neck to stick straight out. You mean we got demons believing God and people in church not? Demons believe that they are so demonic that they throw cancer on folk. Demons know they demons. And they operate like demons. They ain't no nice demons. Demons are not given the courtesy. Demons don't care about your mama, your wife, your children, your husband, your bank account. Demons have no nothing but nice, nasty niceties. So the demons believe that there's one God and they tremble. Man cuss God out and say some more stuff toward God. And ain't got no mindset and don't care. This whole message is that all of us can do better. All of us can clean our act up. Huh? So there ain't no need of none of us talking about, I love the Lord, he heard my cry, and yet we've never, we, we, listen, some of us are challenged to love people. But we say we love God and never seen him. So our faith is going to have to manifest itself like Abraham did when he carried Isaac up there, pulled the knife back, getting ready to kill his own son, and the angel spoke to him and told him, don't do it. But it satisfied God because how many of y'all know? It was a ram in the bush. So whenever God speaks to us, the worst thing we can do is start reasoning on our own. But when Abraham obeyed God, it was a ram in the bush. He looked behind him. It was a ram in the bush caught in the thickets. And I heard old preachers say this. 
when Abraham was going up this side of the mountain, and uh, the ram was coming up on the other side of the mountain. Oh, yes, and Abraham kept on coming, and, and the ram kept on coming, and Abraham came, and the ram came. <laughs> the point he was proving is that the ram was there when the trial was there. Oh, help me out there. The ram was there when the trial was there. The ram didn't show up after the trial. His eyes were not open to see the ram until he obeyed what God said. Then the ram became real clear and there was a ram and he offered the ram up there for what? For a peace offering. You want to be at peace with God, just get your act together. God will give us enough time and space for us to get our act together. And if a just man falls seven times, the Lord will pick him up eight times. Oh, God is a good God. Give him praise, everybody. God, God man, God loves, God loves you. He's just saying, quit all this talk and ain't got nothing to bag it up. He said, back up what you talking about. If we say we love God, then let's love one another. If we say that God has forgiven us, then let's forgive one another. Let's just do God thing. Let's just, let's just do that and quit thinking. Because oftentimes when we start thinking, we think ourselves and talk ourselves right out of another blessing. So a poor person, a person that's really poor, is your opportunity to get a blessing. It's all in the perspective. All right, now, you still here? My goodness, time flies when you are enjoying yourself. Now, so Abraham did what he did. Verse 21, was not Abraham our father justified by works? In other words, declared righteous by his works when he had offered Isaac his son upon the altar? Seest thou how faith wrought with his works? And by works was faith made perfect? So God provides opportunities in life, period, for faith to be perfected. Some of y'all right now, your back is up against the wall. But that's good because Jesus is the door. So what is a door? A door is opening in a wall. And a lot of times we ain't going to see God until our back is up against the wall and our reasoning makes no sense. He may not come when you want him. But he's going to show up. And when he shows up, he's bringing blessings. Somebody tell the Lord thank you. <laughs> All right, now watch this, verse 23. And the scripture was fulfilled which saith Abraham believed God and it was imputed unto him for righteousness or put on his account and he was called the friend of God. You see then that by works a man is justified and not by faith only. Now the argument here is intellectual. It's not down on the basis of where Paul is coming from as it relates to salvation. In other words, if I'm a Christian and I say I'm going to give you $100, unsolicited, you didn't ask for it. It was just put on my heart to give you $100. And I made that statement. You know what the Lord expects me to do? To give you $100. Because it came out of my mouth. 
And the problem in our generation, people just talk. They talk all the time. They just talk. Talk all upside the wall. All down on the other side. Talk, talk, talk. Talk, 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 talk. Talk, 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 talk. Talk, talk, talk. And do nothing. Back in the day, it used to be said, a man's word is his bond. In other words, a good man will give you his word and you can depend on him keeping it. And back in the day, there were some men would rather die than to break their word. Where are men like those in days like these? Where are they? It's bad when from the top of the nation, a lie is told every 30 seconds and justified to be a lie and proven to be a lie. And that spirit has released itself into the land. So now, it's no big deal for somebody to just lie to you. They feel justified because it's coming from the White House. You better think about what ought to be coming from God's house. Wherefore, put away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor. Quit telling people stuff that you're not going to do. You don't have to commit yourself like that because it makes Christ look bad, it makes the church look bad, and it makes you look bad because you're going to be tagged as being a liar. Some people you say, man, they are, they are lied to drop of a hat. They can wear the hat and lie. <laughs> so let's quit lying to one another. That's, that's not necessary. If you're not going to do a thing, you're not going to be at the little ugly baby shower, you just tell somebody, I'm not coming. I won't be there. Hmm? I, I, I just won't be there. I remember back in the day, Mary and I were asked to be the guardian parents of a few children along the way. Well, we were excited to do it. We did it. Then something went wrong between the relationship with the parents and myself and Mary, and they took the children back. <laughs> How can you break a vow like that? You stand before God, and then people get mad and take the children back. One of them I was glad they took back. <laughs> How many you know? How many y'all know? Some children have a lot of energy. But do you understand the point? God said, "Don't just be running your mouth. If you're gonna give somebody your word, you ought to rather die than to break it. Because from the out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. So what's in your heart when we lie to one another?" What is, what's in our heart? What's going on with us? And we know we're not going to do it. You ought to be man enough and you ought to be woman enough to say, sweetheart, I appreciate it, but I'm not going to be able to make it. I'm not, I'm not going to be able to make it. It's better to do it that way so you can maintain your integrity. Now, let me say this right quick. In our generation where we are, in my age, and some of you all older than I am, a little bit younger than I am, but that's all right, we're all here. 
the value system that I came to know growing up is still good. And in, 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 in those days, it was an honor for a man to buy his wife a new car. In those days, he felt good when mama was riding in a new car. Where are those men today? She's in the bucket, he's in the bins. Huh? I love you, baby. I love you more than I love cornbread and black-eyed peas. But you ain't riding in my car. Whatever happened to taking care of our families? When did that get old? We, we, we missed something. And I think the reason we missed it is because we ain't no longer talking about it. And the reason we're no longer talking about it is because it seemed to not be popular. Ain't old school like old school. Because old school had a lot of sense. Property taxes, buying yourself a house, you know, going to work, saving your money, talking to your grandkids, telling them the right thing to do, thumping that boy on the head when he ain't getting it right. We live in a day right now, you try to be a grandparent to some of these young parents, and then you, you know, and then they threaten to take the kids away. You won't see my kids. You better know when you're looking at a blessing. That's all I say. That's all I say. And then there's another thing that, that, that's, that's robbing our generation. Promising kids butt whippings and never give them to them. They already know you're a liar because you ain't going to hit them. We got some folk right now trying to raise kids, okay, without instructions. I don't care how sweet you are how many tongues you may speak in, how much money you may tie. Okay? But if you lie to your child about chastising them, they already know, I'm being raised now by an official liar. So you know what happened? They're going to do more stuff. Ain't no such thing as raising the flesh without no beating it up. You got to whip those kids. All right, I done got off task. I done... The Bible says, spare not the rod. The Bible says, beat that child so you can deliver his soul from hell. That's in your Bible. All this old modern stuff, I've got got a child I can just talk to. Let me tell you something. You don't know what you're raising. Now granted, out of a million, there may be a half a good child. But let me ask you a question, then I'm moving on. Does your child have the fear of God and the fear of you in them? When I was growing up, I wasn't brought up in church, but I tell you one thing. My mama was the first terrorist I ever met.
man, listen. Me and my brother James, one time we decided we're going to fight in the kitchen. Because he had taken one of the shirts I chopped cotton for and went and bought. And yeah, I chopped cotton. Uh-huh. We ain't been out that long. He burned a hole in my shirt that I chopped cotton for and bought. And then folded up, because we was in the same bedroom in the, in the project. And then folded up real nice and put it back in the drawer. I put it on to go to school one morning. It smelled like cigarette, and I looked down, and it was burnt. Oh, man, we had to get down. We had to throw it down, Holmes. We're all down there in the, in the, in the kitchen. And boy, we just fighting like two men. Y'all saw that movie Shane, them cowboys fighting all in the mud, all over the fence. We was just fighting. All of a sudden, man, out, out, that stenching car. Anybody ever, you know about that stenching car? And you ain't no lamp, but it lights you up? Yeah. Yeah. You got kids now, they talk to their parents like they the parent. We have been sidetracked. But when mother got through whipping us, and I mean she was she 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 was, you know, y'all some of y'all knew my mother. She didn't have a whole lot of strength, but what she had, she was giving it to both of her sons at the same time. <laughs> and she was really into it. And I stood there, and I looked at her. And she was doing all she could to break me and my brother James down from fighting. It worked, but there wasn't no tears coming out of my eyes. And I knew then it was time for me to leave. I knew then that I had come to that place where I needed to go now and make a life for myself. But see, we got, we got situations in some of these houses. It's just not right. It's not right. Quit keeping these children. They're grown now. Let them go. You got to have enough faith in God that he's going to take care of your child. You got to have enough faith in God that you done put the good stuff in them. Now whether they use it or not, at least they know. Can't keep them forever. Ain't nothing cute about keeping a grown person. It's a great big sign of failure right there. So, so, so when we talk about the works of faith, this is on the same line with it. If you love your children, love your wife, love your husband, love your family, then do the right thing. And it's going to take faith in order to do that. It's going to take faith. It sounds like this, son, you 41 now. <laughs> I done kept you long enough and you got one year 
And you're going to have to leave. I love you too much to keep you. It's like if a person, y'all still here? It's like a person that voluntarily put a splint on their arm and make the arm incapacitated. Every day that splint stays on that arm, the weaker that arm gets. You're not helping your child. You're hindering that child. So, everybody in here ought to be pro-family. So Abraham was willing to give his son because God told him to. In verse 24, you see then that by works a man is justified and not by faith only. In other words, I can see you saved by what you do. I can hear you saved by what you say. I know you're born again by how you treat your family and how you treat those that are close up to you. See, because... If, 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 if we say to the people we love that I love you, but yet don't do anything to enhance that, then is it love? Love will have works of faith that are clearly visible. And you don't have to get no flashlight to go searching for it. Love cannot be hidden. Love is like a roach that comes out when you got company from Idaho. <laughs> you're sitting there, si, 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 eh? and you're sipping tea, and you're eating the little, little cakes, and your legs crossed on your couch with your 95-inch TV on the wall, and all of a sudden you, you, you flash, <laughs> you, you look, you... You don't want that to be seen. That roach got bad manners. See, it didn't have no problem coming out and you looking at it when it wasn't nobody but y'all. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Love is that way. Love shows up in the strangest ways and in the strangest places. And I tell you what love does not do. Love does not embarrass how much greater we would be as people, as individuals, if we could comprehend the love of God for us. And if we would allow God's love that is in our heart to be seen by what we do for people, then God can be glorified. The works of faith doesn't just talk it, it walks it. And I found one of the greatest things that a believer can do is to provide things honest in the sight of all men. And to walk in love and allow, allow the goodness that God has put in your heart to be seen by what we do toward other people. And some of those people, we don't even have to know. I'm reminded when we built our radio station, it was a gentleman there that had a green card. He was a Mexican guy, good bricklayer. And I had, in taking care of the king's business, I had talked with him. We had come to some agreements 
on the money price and all that. Well, it came up that his mother or somebody close to him in Mexico got sick. So he came to me one day in broken English, and he asked, could he go to Mexico because he had a problem down there? Well, I told him, yeah, and I prepaid the man. And he came back, and he finished the job, did an excellent job. And in his broken language. See, a lot of us, uh, we don't trust people. Because a lot of us have been hurt and burnt by people. But I would encourage you today, don't put everybody in the same category. Now, I don't know if I'm teaching better than you listen. Don't put everybody in the same category. People all have opportunity to prove themselves. When that man finished that job, you know what he told his, 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 his workers? He said, this is a good man. Because I didn't hold his feet to the fire. He had a problem in Mexico. And I've always looked at that. And I think about the children of Israel. How when they were strangers down in Egypt. And I think about. And I thought about. What if I was in Mexico. Would I want to meet somebody like me? Yeah. I really would. He told his workers, this is a good man, and couldn't barely call my name. Love transcends language. Today's message, The Work of Faith, FC2710, FC2710, is now available on CD for only $10, and it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885, or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. Or email us, greenwoodacres at comcast.net. Know Your Bible radio broadcast is now available as a podcast. You can listen to Know Your Bible through Apple Podcast, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Simply search for Know Your Bible or Bishop Caldwell in either app. Tap the subscribe button and Know Your Bible will come to you automatically each time an episode is posted. Enjoy! Now the question is... Power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is... I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. 
Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the question's up. Hello, this is Bishop Caldwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you. <laughs>